if you found us here, you're probably a little like me. You think it's time to rethink the way that we do business. I'm your host, Raya Gonzalez, and this is the Client Experience Revolution. This podcast is for entrepreneurs and will give you all the tips, tricks, and tools that other badass business leaders are using to serve their community, their clients, while still taking care of themselves. So let's dive into this week's episode, have a little fun, and learn along the way too. Welcome to the Client Experience Revolution podcast. I'm Raya Gonzalez, your host, and it is my pleasure to have Pamela Simon with us here today of the Divine Mindset. Welcome, Pamela. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about yourself, your business, and how you serve the community. My business is Divine Mindset, and I am a mindset coach for young women ages 13 to 19. And basically what uh, my mission is, is to... Um, help young women to build their self-acceptance, their confidence, and also their self-esteem. I feel like that those three traits allow young women or women or anyone to basically have tunnel vision, figure out where they want to go in life, right? And it sets them up for success from age 13 out. They can use it as adults and they can use it at a younger age. And so I feel like if you build those three things, then you're set up for life. I love it. And the title of this episode is Girl Power Fostering Female Leadership. And that's basically what you're doing. You're helping set up these young women for leadership of all types. And that's why I just had to have you on the podcast. So the first thing I wanted to ask you was really aside from outside circumstances, which we'll get into, but what pressures and issues do young women face specifically that really challenge their forward-minded growth? Like their ability to see themselves as an adult woman and what they might be doing or capable of in their future. Again, it goes back to those three traits that I focus on. Self-acceptance, which is huge. That's the number one. That's the biggest. Confidence as well as self-esteem. So a lot of times at that age, you're looking at a lot of things outside of yourself, right? Outside opinions, you're taking in all of the outside things and you're not looking internally enough and you're not having enough self-love. And if you have that, then there's still going to be opinions and outside opinions, but you're going to take them, you know, with a grain of salt and it's not going to matter to you. And then you can more, yeah, and you can be more of yourself and start to grow and understand yourself and nurture the things that you love and help figure out how that's going to help you grow into whatever your aspirations are in life. So let's like break it down because you and I are both entrepreneurs. At one point, we were both young women in this age range. What was it like for you in that time frame? And how was your relationship with yourself and your forward-minded thinking? Like, what did you think was possible for yourself? Thanks for asking me that. So as I was growing up, I was a very shy person, very, very shy. I was a nerd, you know, all about the books, but I also felt the need to want to fit in. But I had family that was not the type of people that cared about fitting in. But As I started to grow, I wanted to fit in. I wanted to wear the nice clothes. I wanted to have a huge circle of friends. And so as I started to grow through puberty, I started to have acne. People started to bully me. I went through all of these different things, right? And it further made me go into myself and question a lot about myself. And so 
I didn't figure out until later in life that none of those outside opinions matter. I don't talk to half of those people <laughs> that I grew up with, right? I have one right. friend from home that I deal with. I don't want young women now to figure it out this late in life. I'm 43 now. I'll be 44 next month. I want them to figure it out now. Start to figure out what those things are. And, you know, I'm not going to say that parents and adults still aren't going to press you into certain things. But if you start to nurture your interests and understand what you like and what you are and what you see your future to be, because at the end of the day, when you become an adult, those parents and those adults aren't going to be living your life for you. And so you have to be a happy within yourself. And so I'm not saying don't take, you know, advice and, you know, listen to what they're saying, because there's a lot of good things that you can get from them and, and grow from them. But at the end of the day, when you're an adult and you're sitting at home alone or with your family, you know, you want to be happy internally and not figuring it out then. Because you're going to push that onto your kids and, you know, other people around you. A hundred percent. And I grew up in a really small town and I too was kind of dorky and we didn't have a lot of money. So uh, nice clothes was not an option. And I had sort of an interesting dynamic in high school in which I made drill team, but I oh. kind of made drill team as like second string. Like I was the last minute like person they brought in because somebody dropped out. <laughs> and that fostered a, a relationship with some people that maybe I wouldn't have had a relationship with otherwise because they were in different social tiers. But I still was like sort of the odd man out. And I also found that because I didn't have a lot of leadership, you know, in terms of like teachers or, you know, I had one cousin who was like very engaged with, with being involved in my life, but that sexuality was something that wasn't really talked about. And then could, you know, was used in ways that I like, I don't regret anything because I think that we learn from the person that we are, but I think that I probably would make different decisions if I were to go back. The reason why I would make different decisions was because I wasn't making an empowered decision about my body. I was making a decision based off of what I thought someone would like me. I really didn't have the confidence to, you know, make decisions based off of what I wanted for myself. You know what I mean? And so I think those types of things are really important in terms of business and forward thinking there was no entrepreneurs in my family. There was no, that's not exactly true. There were, but they had retired. And so I had no example of that. You know, this is just like uncharted territory. So fast forward to being an entrepreneur, I didn't really have anyone that I could like internally in my family go and say like, is this okay? Like, did this happen yeah. to you? You know, am I on the right track? Or you know what I mean? Like we, I'm really seeking outside validation because I didn't have the internal validation and I didn't have any hopes and dreams. I really honestly thought I got married at 19 because I thought that was the best that I could do. I didn't think I wasn't living at home. My The end of my senior year of high school, I was living with another family. So I thought college wasn't a possibility for me. Nobody told me that it could be. Nobody in, in school knew that I wasn't living at home, but nobody like pulled me aside and told me what my 
options were. And so I just got married because, and, you know, thankfully it worked out. We're still married. But I think that, again, it's this thing where if you know something about a young woman, like she needs to know what her options are. And she also needs to have real time real information treated as somebody who can handle what's in front of her because these things are going on whether or not you want to deal with it or not and you know and they're going to be making decisions even if they do let's say they have resources and they're going to college you're going to ask them what their major is like two weeks into college and how do they know what their major is they're 18 years old So I think that that was my story, you know, in terms of I wish that people would have told me what resources were available to me. I wish that I would have made different choices with my confidence and body. Just, you know, like I wish I could look back and be like, you know what? I made those choices, but that was like, I made those choices. Instead, I look back and I think like too bad because I I did it out of a place of insecurity, you know? And so there's no regret, but there's just like, almost like I feel some empathy for the younger version of myself. Like she dealt with the best that she could with the information she had, but, but there, it could have been better, you know? Yep. And, and you made a good point. And I often do this, especially when I have the parents and the young women together, I ask the young woman, what do you want? Or what would you tell your adult self? Right. What would you tell your adult self now? And then I asked the parent, what would you tell your younger self now? Right. And, and a lot of times the parents would say, I forgive myself. And like you said, I did the best that I could with what I had and what I knew. And that's all you can do. You have to forgive yourself. You can't stew in it. Right. You have to let it go and move forward because, again, these young women and your children are watching that, right? If you're still holding on to it, it comes out. Whether you want it to or not, it comes out and they see it. And then for the young women, a lot of times they will talk about what they aspire to be, right? What they think life could be. And, you know, you can get a better understanding of from what they say, if they're really looking at interests and things that they want to do, or if they're trying to fit someone else's mold because it won't feel natural when they're saying it. Yeah, that is a really powerful tool, actually, because I think that's true. I think a lot of times, well, I'll joke around and I'll say that I did a career report when I was a freshman in high school and I I saw and I wanted to be a physical therapist. Mm -hmm. The reason why I wanted to be a physical therapist was because I found out that they could work four days a week (laughs) and that they could make, get this, $40,000 $40,000 a year. Wow. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that is a lot of money. You know, four <laughs> days a week, 40 grand, <laughs> I'm in, you know? So I like built this whole like plan and did all this stuff to try to get into a private school for physical therapy. And I am so grateful I didn't do that because I would have hated it. Like, you know, like God bless people in physical therapy because no one wants to be there and they're just whiny people, you know, but I would have absolutely hated that. I can't even imagine that. But I think, you know, because we're in this immature sort of exploring mindset, Mm -hmm. we think about money Mm -hmm. and we think about, you know, other, what other people think, what, what would be an acceptable career to other people. And we have a blind spot to what our gifts and talents are. 
with the exception of the rare human being who is just like, no, I I got this. Like, I know what I need to be doing that. There are the unicorns out there that like, no, but I would say in general, that probably is rare. Yes. And it's usually those um, people that have the parents that are already artists or, (laughs) you know, they already are thinking outside the box, but you made a good point. We focus on what we've learned, what was taught. So I went to college. I wanted to go to college, but I went to college going to be an engineer. And I figured out really quickly (laughs) that I didn't want to be an engineer, right? But I ended up where I needed to be in educational psychology. That's what I graduated with. But also life took hold, right? You have bills. You know, you have to feed yourself and pay pay your car note and put a roof over your head and those life things. And you have a parent saying you need to get a job. Right. And so I ended up in the military and the military was great for me. I, I wouldn't, you know, take that away. It got me set up. But now I'm in an IT career and I don't hate my career in uh, information technology. I don't. But if I had a choice and if I could go back. I wouldn't have, like you said, chased the money. I would have just kept moving forward in what I had set the path for. And I probably would be, it would have been here faster. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what kind of opportunities can we create to make entrepreneurship and leadership a possibility for young women in our community and in the schools and just it for young women in our life? You know, I mean, we we come across like I'm a girl mom. I have three daughters. So I have like the girls friends and that kind of stuff. But, you know, like how are ways that we can make it possible for them to see that as an opportunity for themselves? You know, there's organic ways that you can do it. Like me, I'm always talking to my coworkers and my friends, telling them what I'm doing, you know, and a lot of times they will push their teens towards me. And, you know, because they want to keep their teens around because they've been through the same thing around people that are forward thinking, that think outside the box and aren't just trying to put you in a box, right? They don't want them to to feel the way we feel. And so that's one way. There's church groups, you know, and they have a lot of groups and programs that you can do. And they're a lot of times more open. You know, you just have to ask or find the group that works for you within your church environment. There are, in, in school, you have your counselors, your teachers, you know, and it may not be your exact teacher. It might be a teacher that you've never been in class with, right? That's just in the school. And sometimes it just takes asking a question. And maybe the first time you ask, that may not be the person for you. But that doesn't mean that person isn't in that school, you know, that can help you. Talk to your friends. Find out what they're doing, what their parents do, you know. And if it's something that um, you're interested in, say, hey, can I, you know, you think your mom or your dad may want to, you know, mentor me and and let me maybe do internships with them, kind of learn and get a feel for what they want. Summer programs, we talked about STEM, school clubs. So all of those things, I think, can give you exposure to people that can mentor you and help set you up for that path. I love that. And I think, well, and another thing that we haven't really mentioned is the service that you provide and that other coaches provide. But tell us a little bit about what it's like to work with you on a one-on-one basis. So on a one-on-one basis, what I try to do is first find out what the issue is, right? What the individual need is, what is going on in, in their lives. You know, I try to get it from the parent's point of view, but also from the young woman's point of view, because they're two different point of views. They aren't the same. And Then I, you know, set up a coaching session, coaching sessions that 
fit that individual need and help them answer those issues. But at the end of it all, I want them to come out with the tools that they need and the techniques that they can continue to reinforce and repeat when they fall off track, because sometimes you're going to fall off track. That, you know, will build that step acceptance, will build that self-esteem and confidence. Because at the end of the day, and one tool and one little um, thing that I do with them, I tell them to look into a mirror, right? Look into the mirror, look at that person looking back at you and remind yourself that her opinion is the only opinion that matters at the end of the day. And so that's so kind of what I, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, we, you know, we talked about the fact that we don't even talk to half the people or more than half the people that we went to high school with. And these are the people that were like, our whole lives depended on their opinion of us, you know? And so I think the, the overarching theme here is that leadership and entrepreneurship and any type of career opportunity is really within the grasp of young women, no matter where they come from, no matter what type of family they're in, there are resources available. And you do sometimes have to seek You have to be persistent and you have to self-advocate because the resources aren't going to necessarily fall into your lap. And you can end up like me where I, I mean, I really, I think about it. I ended up going to college for 12 years because I went one class at a time because I had babies so young. And if I had known that resources were available to me, I could have probably quit my job, had a full ride grant. Mm -hmm. Because I had two babies and we were living off of like $7 an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I could have had a full ride grant and we could have like had no, you know, like it could have been a totally different situation if I had just had that information available to me. In retrospect, and what I think is really important to get the information to each young woman is if you're not getting the answers or if you feel limited in your choices, Mm -hmm. look further ask someone else, ask someone else and keep asking questions because there are resources available. And even if you have bad grades, even if you have a horrible family life, even if you're not living at home, especially if you're not living at home, you know, like whatever your circumstance may be, there are resources, there is help available for you and you can be an entrepreneur. You can be a leader in your community you can freaking run for president. You can do whatever you want to do and please do. You know what I mean? Like step up, be a leader in your community and show the rest of the world and all of those stupid ass people at your school (laughs) what a badass you are. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that that's the the bottom line is that the resources are there, but you have to know that they are there. And if you're not getting answers, ask somebody else. If you need a mentor, seek this resources available at your school. If your school is failing you, seek the resources in your community. If your community is failing you, reach out to Pamela, reach out to Pamela, (laughs) reach out to me. Absolutely, We're going to connect you with whatever we have in our arsenal. And we will definitely try to help you because we want the young women that are coming up to lead this country in a way that... The business community and the community at large needs. 
And mm-hmm. so it's so, so important. So thank you for bringing this topic to, to light. And thank you for the work that you do with young women because it's so, so important. And before we end, there's always two questions that I ask every single person. And that is the first <laughs> question is, if somebody <laughs> walks away from this conversation and they can only retain one piece of information, one tidbit, what would be the one thing you would want them to really, really know in their heart about young women, leadership, possibility, self-esteem, all of these things? So I would say always look to yourself um, because at the end of the day, you're going to always be there for you when nobody else is there, right? Look to yourself. And as long as you feel okay with it, it's probably the right answer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When you don't feel okay with it, it's probably not the right answer. You don't have to look outside. You have to look inside to yourself for answers because you're never going to leave yourself. That's true. (laughs) And the next question is, and it doesn't have to necessarily do with the topic, but what would be the best piece of advice that you've ever been given before? So one of my mentors, <laughs> probably a couple of years ago, I was kind of, you know, on the fence. I, you know, I'm a hard worker and I always want to put the best foot forward. And sometimes to my detriment, he, he told me one day at the end of the day, when you're lying on your, your deathbed and I, it's not really that morbid, what do you want? How do you want to feel about what you did in life? Right. And that started making me push towards my entrepreneurial goals because I want at the end of the day to feel like I helped as many people as I can, right? I gave people the resources or the skills or the tips or that quote or whatever that allowed them to put their best foot forward each day and to go out and reach their goals. I love that. I think, and it's so important too, because We can get caught up in the grind of day to day, but we forget that every day is just putting one foot in front of the other foot and we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Each baby step that you take, you got to make it count. So I I love that. Well, thank you for sharing your time with us today. We're definitely going to share all of your contact information in the show notes. So for those who are listening please do reach out to Pamela. If you have a young woman in the age group of 13 to 19, reach out, get contacted with her because she has a group that's phenomenal. She gives out amazing content for free that will help you to reach and really connect better with your team and get your teens involved too so that they can receive that content as well. And if you are joining us on YouTube, thank you so much. If you have not joined us on YouTube, please follow us on over to YouTube. You can find us under Raya Gonzalez. Subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the episodes. And we thank you again, Pamela. Thank you to the audience. This is another episode of the Client Experience Revolution. I'm your host, Raya Gonzalez, and we will see you next time. You know what I love? It means so much to me that you took the time to listen to this episode. If you did enjoy this episode or any of our other episodes, and you'd like to help support the Client Experience Revolution podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on your social media or even leave a rating and review. And if you want to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at link.consulting. That's L-I-N-Q dot consulting. On Twitter at Link Consulting. And even better, find us on YouTube. The channel is Raya Gonzalez, and you can see all of our podcast episodes in video format if you're just curious to see what our guests look like. We appreciate you so much. 
And that's why we're excited to see you next time.